Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings. It's great to connect with all of you. Hello, hello. If you're new, glad you found us. Welcome to the program. And if you're returning, subscribed, and part of the tribe, anybody can be part of the tribe. It's a universal, multidimensional <laughs> tribe. It's as you feel resonance. Um, welcome back. Welcome back and great to connect on this Wednesday. I will love our Wednesdays together. Uh, if you are new to the program, I'm your host, Michelle Mache. Uh, your pilot, got the co-pilots, cohorts, co-hosts, and sound engineers in the chat. So let me know how the sound is doing. So we have a great guest the second half of the program. If you're not aware of the format, the first half of the program, I answer questions, email questions, do readings, and just general uh, questions that I get either from clients, email my socials, you know, Instagram, Facebook, or workshops that I've done, or just in general, reading the trends uh, psychically as a psychic channeled uh, channeled medium, um, tuning in, and then weaving in some astrology and numerology. So if you want info, more information on me and what I do, you can go to soulplayground.life. Um, if you want to sign up too, you can to keep um, in the scope of things. Keep in the loop. Uh, you can sign up by going to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or soulplayground.life. And their blog is there. And it's basically a resource site, so there's things that you can copy and paste. Um, those of you who know me, can you hear my, I'm getting my decaf Americano. Um, oh, maybe I'm going to do a latte today, a decaf latte. So get your tea, get your chai, get your coffee, get your water, get your fave beverage, and uh, join us for a while. Or if you're just if you're listening to us in motion, a lot of people listen at work or riding their bike or in the cab or taxi. <laughs> I like to keep it real with what I'm doing. Um, and those of you that asked about Yoshi, uh, she's actually doing better. She's gonna have to have a little surgery for her teeth. But it's kind of up and down. Um, I got to tell you, CBD oil, Fur Baby Fix, has really been helping her. Plus, she's on some um, anti-inflammatory and other kind of westerny things. But um, good food, chlorella, spirulina, doggy greens, probiotics, and um, yeah. So that seems she's going to get better. So it's kind of up and down. But I want to thank all of you that have inquired um, and either emailed me or left me messages on my social and 
that's why the delay on my YouTube page, although there's some great readings there uh, now, I'm definitely going to be diving in and catching up. It's just balancing everything when you have a little fur baby. It's like having a combination infant and uh, elderly, you know, patient. So it's been kind of full boat for me. Um, I've had some great support from friends, especially friends and family, but especially some good friends um, and your inquiries. And I swear, keep up the prayers and the healing light energy. She's very receptive to that. Um, I do energy work and Reiki on her and give her doggy massage. Um, but she's kind of turned the corner. I'm, so I'm wondering, maybe she's been feeling all those good vibes you guys have been sending her. Hmm, maybe so. All right. Uh, Chicky Babe. Hello, Louise in the chat reading loud and clear. Great, Louise. You got your copy? Got your copy, Louise? Got your copy? Louise in the chat. Hello. Um, okay, I do see callers on the line in the queue. If you have a question or a comment or you wanted a reading, please press 1 because a lot of you don't have, aren't pressing 1, so I don't know if that means you're just listening by phone. There are a lot of people that listen by phone. Okay, so um, I want to touch on a couple of things before we jump on to callers and get do readings. And, of course, you know, I'll chat in between. And, again, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. And I got my decaf latte. Copy that, Louise. Okay, in the chat. Okay. So, and, you know, she's barking in the background. <laughs> oh, I love this. Homegrown. Okay. Keeping it real. Only the real. So I've got a couple things. First, I want to touch on, I had a couple uh, email questions, one from Mary, uh, Miranda, Amanda, and uh, Steve, Stephen, uh, that kind of asked the same question but in different ways. And it was basically how to trust your decisions or how to trust your intuition or how do we know if our intuition is accurate. So I'm kind of blending all those questions together. And I would say definitely keep an intuition journal. Keep, keep track. Ask for signs. Ask for confirmations. And keep track of when whatever you're picking up intuitively comes about, you know, when it, when it manifests or, you know, you, you, it's the red flag. You see the red flag and it pays out. Because a lot about trusting our intuition, our decision-making, has a lot to do with uh, trust, trusting ourselves trusting what we're getting, trusting the messages that we're getting. And we can only do that by stopping, literally, pausing and looking and seeing and saying, um, hey, that did pan out. So it gets stronger. It's really like a muscle, you know, because we are using the brain. The brain is a muscle. The mind is whatever we put in there, right? Garbage in, garbage out, right? Whatever we put in our mind, it's like this great computer, potentially infinite when we connect to the all that is or the infinite intelligence through our mediating intelligence. There's infinite knowing and possibilities and probabilities, right? I've been writing a lot about this, especially on my Instagram and Facebook. You guys might want to dive in or follow that right now. Um, hey, Ange, welcome. 
uh, right now we're shifting. We're we're in a you know major, major, major shift. I know a lot of times we're always shifting. We're always changing, but there are shifts and changes that are you know turning points and triggers, positive triggers for more awareness, more conscious, more enlightenment. You know, I was actually listening. Don't remember the author Pinker, I believe. Somebody Stephen is it Stephen Pinker? And he wrote, he's got a book out, Enlightenment Now, and I think he wrote something called the, Our Better Angels or something. And, I, and I've seen the research on this, that things are actually better in the world. I know we see a lot of what isn't working, especially in regular media or the news, but we are shifting to a higher consciousness and more expanded awareness. And right now, the way the energies are planetarily, it is bringing up the abscess it's bringing up from the root the root is where it's infected within us personally that's what these retrogrades have been about that's what this you know node nodal access you know the north node pointing towards where we need to go uh it's been in cancer capricorn south node are clearing out our structures but also looking at what structures work or how can we make them better, whether they're personally or collectively, you know, individually or in the collective or within the systems of our, of our world, our personal world and the mainstream world or mainstream consciousness. And try to remember that the changes that you're going through, the, the inner work that you're doing, the up-leveling in consciousness, what I call updating your software, your inner software, I've been talking about this since 2007, the, where it's not only... Our hardware now, we've been spending a lot on the inner software, and that's going to keep happening. But now also so that we embody these higher frequency energies, there is a focus on our physical body. You know, so therefore things like health, routines, the physicality of life, it's, it's more about bringing these transcendent energies, these transpersonal beyond the individual, into our everyday living that it becomes an access point for us and a part of it. So we're accessing this. Um, we have a Lionsgate portal of light that's coming up. We have another portal of light in November that will go to about January. And these portals are times where there happens to be, it's like an aperture opens, there happens to be more light and intensification of that light. It's stronger just like what happens in a new moon or, or a full moon. So that's what aspects do. They're cosmic or collective aspects of us, of all that is, and they influence or affect us energetically, right? So a lot of what's happening right now, people are talking, oh, the new moon or, the, you, know, the, you know, Mercury, I believe, now is now in Cancer. Well, it's, it's conjuncting, there is, there, it's aspecting this, this Mars, I believe Mars is in can Mars in Cancer, uh, Mercury in Cancer, the North North Node, and so what is the in Cancer? So a lot of you are going to be feeling, and it's opposing that you know Saturn and Pluto uh, in Capricorn, right? Uh, in that South Node. So it's not necessarily that the South Node is bad; it's where we've been, and it's, sometimes it's what's over, what's what's done in our life or collectively. So we're redefining what it means to be human, but a human being with a soul, a soul being, and less of the egoic, less of, you know, the old paradigm. And if you look, you know, on a physiological level, if you look, 
we did have we do have this amazing protection within the brain that we're wired to fear that was the old paradigm because of the, the idea of separate or separation we're wired the you know the instinctual brain the reptilian brain that medulla and bongata and how it interfaces with the limbic to be highly emotional if something is unknown or unseen or unfamiliar the first response is fear so that's changing so it's really a rewiring electromagnetically throughout our, our nervous system the way we communicate with the brain the understanding that we don't have to react from that you know we can even check our gut knowing through the heart and so bringing those key message centers I mean we're one big message center right we're one big receiver and broadcaster but now we're getting more in sync and more conscious of oh this is how the gut speaks you know the heart to the brain this is what my mind knows by what I've put into it let me let me get into higher consciousness so I before we get to callers I really want to dive into this and again three four seven five three nine five one two two because I've been getting a lot of questions with this and working with a lot of clients on this and I had to go through a bit of this you know my wise assistant Josie said you know Michelle you got to go through things too so it's not just you know so you have not only the resonance but actual like hey I went through I got through it okay a lot of you have been stuck and you're like I can't move forward in the deal everybody is about moving deeper it's about going deeper it's about slowing down we're learning a new, even me as a psychic channel and a medium, you know, using my intuition all the time. I still have areas, of course, where I'm learning and where I, my default position is go into the mind and analyze and figure it out and maybe try to do what worked before. So all of this held back energy, and I've been calling the great slingshot. Just think about it like, you know, you, the, you pull back on that slingshot. So you're held back right now and you're held down to go deeper. You know, maybe a lot hasn't been lining up for you or there's been a lot of delays. And believe me, those delays, I was talking to a friend of mine last night and she's like, certain decisions she wants to do, the abundance, is, the money isn't there. And I said, yeah, because so you don't make a mistake. And so that you really contemplate, what am I about on a soul level? What were those dreams? This is the North Note. What were those dreams that I gave up or that I didn't finish? or that healing that I didn't finish, or what, what was it that I really wanted to do, and I kind of went into this default world. So the position is changing, but it's requiring risk, you guys. It is requiring risk, calculated risk, or you know, risk with support. You have to plan a bit, but, but it's, it's, we're being asked by ourselves, by the universe, by the, our next level of evolution, to be more in partnership with what we're co-creating, but on a soul level, and less and less from fear or old paradigm over-focus. You know, I get it. We all have to have money. You got to make, you know, make a living. Da da da. da. You got to have. But, but that's changing. It's that's. It's a different partnership based more on self-expression and creativity and working with others collaboratively, whatever that means to you. Whether that's with services, whatever is how you're living. But it is this idea that using more of the higher mind or divine mind, I call it also the Einstein thinking, 
to draw in more of what you need and want. So it's less manual labor, labor making things happen, over-efforting, you know, struggle, strife. It's more about persistent effort, perseverance. But it will, things will kind of, there will be loss, especially when we have these eclipses, there will be loss or perceived loss. Like I thought I was going to use, use, lose Yoshi, you know, which probably, you know, maybe this year. Um, but maybe not, but it was my perception of my world and my reality and my routine had to change and it evoked something different. So let me explain something that I was sharing with some clients yesterday. It's interesting. A lot of times my clients, they don't know each other, but they'll have similar experiences. And so I can see where the collective is going by the calls, by the emails, by people reaching out on Instagram. I can see what's going and then by tuning in with my guides, and then it's confirmed because I'll get three or four clients in a day that, oh, they're, they're working on this. This is where they're at. There's something that we have, and Dr. Bruce Lipton has talked about this. I believe Gray Braden as well, but for sure, Dr., you know, Bruce Lipton, and actually when he was on our program, uh, that we have these creator cells within us. That, but now let's look at it this way. And he says we are a creator cell in the universe, right? Us as an as a energy, as an entity, as a beingness. So when we shift and change, it affects others and others that are having the similar or same shift and change, it does affect the mainstream. Okay, case in point with those books that I was talking about, Enlightenment Now and the better angels or something, whatever, the, you know, that things are getting better. The cohesive force, and especially since it really started after the harmonic convergence in the late 80s, but 2005 when we went into the converging flow part of the awakening um, process collectively where everything starts happening all at once, right? The good, the bad, the ugly, all the awakenings. So now we're in the root awakening. So we've had, we've had all these levels, and I can talk on that at some point, but what the cohesive for the trend is unification, is more love, is more awareness. And that's what everybody needs to keep our eye on, that that's where things are and they're going more in that direction, even though what seems to be the opposite is coming up to clear it. It's like a cold or a flu to clear it out, right? So what happens to us individually and all of nature is set up this way to survive, is when you seem to be dying out. It's like when there's a forest fire, you know, and they're, they're a planned one, right? A lot of times they do these planned burns. Nature does it as well for new growth. There's something that is wired within all of us individually. So you want to look at your life with this, where when you get near the bottom of whatever it is, whatever it's relationship, finance, health, how you live, lifestyle, or you're so lost, you're so confused that all of a sudden, boom, there comes the idea. Oh, oh, there's the insight. Oh, there's the flash of in- intuition, or new understanding, inner knowing, or that job, or the opening is there, or the relationship turns, or the, a new person comes in your life. You know, um, I've seen this when I've, you know, all levels, working with, you know, women that are for, have fertility issues. And you could look at it fertility of life as well, not just bringing a being in the world, housing a being in that process. 
so there's something within us that when we get to a certain level, if we see the signs, if we heed, because you can keep going, you can do things that are destructive to yourself in your life where you miss these openings, these transcendent openings for, boom, a new level, exponential leap. That's what's happening to everyone right now, okay? So how far back you're held back, all the traumas, all the things that are happening that you go, I can't take this, I can't, oh, my God, my hell, I can't do this, I can't balance. You need to connect in, obviously get support, you know, listen to shows like this, programs like this, connect with people on the social media or groups, whether in person or, you know, have that good soul buddy friend, that soul connected friend. Use your spiritual tools and practice, but ask. Ask yourself, a God, the higher self, the universe, that power and presence within, take extra time to tune in and say, I can't deal with it. I need help. Send me that grace. Send me more power and presence. You're putting the call essentially to yourself, your universal or cosmological self, and then whatever else you believe in, you know, if it's guarding angels, angel, whatever, guides. But it, the call is what shifts, and nature does this, you guys. Nature does this. When something is about to be extinct, a lot of times they come back. Think of that hundredth monkey. You know, uh, you know, you guys can look that up. Think of nature where oh, this this animal, you know, couldn't eat anymore because like it was like the hundred with the monkey. You know, this this coating is over this seed that it eats or this nut, and then all of a sudden there's a shift on a cellular level, the genes, there's a shift genealogically, and now they know how to open these just by magic. And, and monkeys 6,000 miles away on another island at the same time now know how to open this, and now it's within the gene pool. So we're more than this denser physical us. That's why when I do my workshops, I work, we work with the subtle energy, that morphogenic field. Some people can call it osmosis. Why do you pick up vibes? You know, you go to somebody's house and there's been an argument. You could pick up, oh, something's weird, something's off. Or you go to a club or a party or, you know, I don't know, anywhere, you know, a store, a restaurant. You don't feel it. Something's off. And later you find out something was going on. Or you go to a sacred site or you, and you feel the vibes. You feel uplifted. You feel connected to spirit or someplace in nature. Or maybe it's even your home or part of your place. Or a person, you just feel the vibes, right? We carry that with us so we can cultivate it more. And the more open that we are to that power and presence within ourselves, the more we not only get the strength to deal with what we need to, we start shifting. So there's that cellular, there's a gene, there's a cellular shift, a gene shift, an energetic shift. It changes the matrix, the patterning of who we are. So we see this in health. I, I can go on and on with so many stories, especially as being a hypnotherapist and a medical, specializing also in medical hypnotherapy or as a channel. What is it? Love. Sometimes it's the ingredient of, of love, however you determine that, you know, real love, somebody being there, whatever that shift is. So we're all in our own way individually as well as within the collective being pushed up or down, back. We want to go forward. Some of you are hovering above. You're going to see it. If we look at it astrologically or numerologically, it's probably the 20s of September on 
into the close of the year, you'll feel that more forward movement. But some of you may be learning how to read the signs by going deeper within. So when we're challenged, something shifts within us to give us the information. And Einstein and Carl Jung talked about this too. Now, what the difference is, these things, these ideas or premises have been around a long time. The difference is, is like we're incorporating it more now. It's less and less intellectual or philosophical. It's becoming the fabric of our being. Uh, Louise is saying, so current. My current epiphany is balancing open-hearted vulnerability. Yes, we've got to be more vulnerable, more porous, with boundaries of steel. Oh, Yeah. So the boundaries, by the way, and I call them inner boundaries. We don't even need to say anything to anybody. It's where are you putting your energy? It's where our energy is, consciousness is, awareness is, awareness flows, energy flows. So, yes, we're all being asked, where do you really want to put your energy or, and how much? How much energy? And it's not like a tit for tat. It's like, if something isn't resonating as much, you may spend less time there, less energy. You might have to put in an appearance or, you know, you're still, there might still be a connection there. But take that energy and put it more on you. This is a, such a change. And we had Lama Paladin talking about this last week. And, she, you know, as I asked her, I said, it definitely seems like self-love and self, and she said it's really self-compassion, right? has so much to do with this part of awakening. We can't get further until we're thinking more about ourselves individually. And my contention is eventually borderline personality disorder, narcissism, these, these personality disorders will be gone because within the fabric of our being will be that self-care, self-respect. But not just in a theoretical, oh, I need to love myself, I need to work on this, I'm healing. No, it's going to be within our genes. It's going to be within our cellular matrix and energetic matrix that that's the default position, not martyrdom and self-sacrifice, right? It's a, just a game changer when you're seeing your own life as sacred, then everything else is sacred. The only reason people bully people or have, you know, whatever, this is because they don't feel good enough. I don't care if you want to call it religious, you know, but fanatical, terrorism, People don't hurt people that aren't hurting or deeply hurting or wounding. People don't, we don't lash out, we don't, you see that in nature, animal beings and that part of us, instinctually we, people don't, unless there's an aberration. So when this is built more within this energetic matrix of the earth plane, when they, as the game, we're cha- the game is changing now, it's already really changed. We just have to put the things in place more. You know, many of you light workers, we've been doing great work, great, we've been, those of you that have been consciously working on this and answering the call, becoming more vulnerable, having the heart break, heart open, and and still there and self-loving and self-caring and more compassionate with yourself, and you're seeing the shift, you're focusing more on yourself, using your intuition, connecting more on a soul level, soul heart level. This isn't about not being strong or wishy-washy. This is about picking and choosing, like, because you don't have to fight battles, you know. You can do it energetically. <laughs> you can do it by taking your energy away. Maybe that energy is through attention. Maybe it's through dollars. You don't support certain things. 
But what we do is we out-create it. We get more self-expressive. We get more creative. We get more loving. We receive more love. We're open more to the universe. We get together with other people. And we, because the positive energy, and this isn't just me, there's studies on this, scientific, medical research, research out of Harvard. I believe Lynn McTaggart, who's also been on the show, did studies on this. Um, I know, uh, what is it, Stephen Hawking did. David Hawkins. Um, maybe Stephen Hawking did, I don't know. Rest his soul floating around in the ethers now. Um, positive thoughts and positive actions, positive feelings actually are stronger in that kind of intention than the negative. It's just that we see maybe a sea of 100, or let's say 1,000 or 100,000 of the negative coming up to the top, aggregating. It might be more within the collective that we see it more. But the positive, the life-affirming, the life-enhancing is actually more potent. Otherwise, we wouldn't have birds, trees, bees, you know. We wouldn't have nature. Nature would not thrive if the negativity or the negative of things or the non-life-enhancing or life-threatening things, there was more of them. Think about this, more of them in your life. Now, yeah, we go through rough patches where there's quite a bit to deal with and we almost think we can't make it. So align to that is my right now. That's going to help you with your decision-making, trusting your intuition, knowing that as you go deeper, whatever you're having to heal or handle, whatever the health issues, there's a lot of health issues right now for people to um, kind of get stronger in whatever way on a health level, a mind-body. Maybe it's a change in routines or physicality or, you know, you have to trust that to be stronger. Same with mental, emotional, and financial. So it's hitting all the earth plane stuff. Mental, emotional, financial, and material. That's where we're getting hit. And what is the antidote is to connect into the spiritual, the spirit, to strengthen the spirit, the life force animating energy. Okay, let's see. Dance Ange. Ange, hey Ange. Definitely working on that with my mom in therapy and childhood wounds, etc. feels like we're healing a long-time generational wounding. Yes, we are. We've done enough of the individual because now with the individual, it's like a pit stop. You know what to do. It's the familial or family transmission and ancestral. It's the generational, the ancestral. And within the ancestral is the cultural. As I like to say in Spanish, the cultura. It's the cultural. It's the cultura. It's the environmental it's the societal and it's going to get more as saturn goes into aquarius and pluto goes into aquarius now you're going to see the peeps the peoples probably some revolution we've been working more on systems yes it affects the people because people make systems you know systems organizations you know it's, it's it's ultimately individuals that come together as a collective but more of the individual of the humanity will start being affected. All right, let's get to callers. We've got the first caller on the line. Hello and welcome to the program. Hello, you're on air. Hey, hey Michelle, James here. Hey, James. Great to connect. How are you? Yeah, hey. oh, Good. Good. How are you? Very well. Um, I love, Good. Well, there's so much said just now I love, but I love that thing you said before just a moment ago was, um, with the uh, confrontation almost, you, you take your energy away from it and it has more 
positive effects and so you don't need to just sort of take something head on. You just take yes, the energy away point. from it. Yeah, good point. Just take um, the energy. Hey, Louise is saying hi, and, he's saying, and she's saying she's much more Teflon these days, so she's kind of chiming in with what you're saying. And Louise yeah. saying hello. Yeah, Teflon, hello, that's Louise. a good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, let it stick. Um, fascinating stuff. Um, but just uh, just an observation. Um, at least the last two months, so where are we now? So June, July, um, Mm-hmm. It's almost felt like the energy, I've just been cut off from the source, no energy at all. Like there's no sort mm-hmm. of um, that little connection thing's gone. I'm not even seeing those little little angel lights, I call them. I'm not seeing those anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And um, but what I've also noticed is those um, <clears throat> things from the um, little catches from the past, you know, little little things that have. I thought it was probably dead and buried from you know, decades ago. Have been sort of popping up and yep. and uh, and it's like oh that's interesting. So these little things are almost coming up for clearing. The last little remnants of the uh, we'll call it the, the shadow stuff. Um, and um, I found that interesting. And uh, so in, in spite of sort of feeling very just very bored and very really cut off from everything, um, there's still there's still things happening in the in the, in the background. It seems. Um, and that was it. That was, uh, yeah. Good. Okay. So the bored and cut off is, is something new is coming in. You know, it is that little childlike part of us that gets bored with certain toys. And we don't know what's the next toy that we want, you know. And maybe, you know, mommy and daddy or siblings or somebody buys us toys. And, ah, I don't really like that. Oh, I played. Oh, you didn't play with that anymore. Well, I don't know what I want. So that's the ego doesn't know what it wants yet. There isn't enough of a new routine or new way of being, a new interest. And so, and the cutoff, the spirit, yeah, is still there. It's about, again, that going deeper, going more into the spiritual practices. But it could be varying your routine, varying what you're doing so the new energy can come in more. It's hovering. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I would say with the new energy. It's hovering around. It's more on the etheric plane. So what we're really talking about is how to get – this new energy into the denser physical, right? So we, so that we're living it. So it's there. It's about accessing it. And I find altering your routine, altering what you're doing, being able to change it up helps greatly. Uh, If you can connecting to, you know, art expression, you know, music expression, it could be doing it, doing something artistically or creatively or self-expressing, you know, journaling can be thrown in there, or it could be listening to music or art or going someplace, someplace where there's influences where it's of a higher vibrational frequency. So it could be nature, places in nature. But usually at this stage, you need to vary your routine. You need to do some. Mm. you need to change it up. So yeah. that these ener- it creates an opening, right, for these energies to come through more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so that's sense. for all, you know, yeah. Because it's yeah. it's as if it's looking, the opening comes when we move things around. It's kind of like energetical, you know, musical chairs. We've got to move something around for something to come in, you know, something mm-hmm. new to come in. It's, yeah, so it, it's helping it along. It's moving the pieces yeah. around energetically by doing something differently. 
Yep. Yeah. Got Thanks it. for calling in, James. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Michelle. Okay. You're welcome. Hey, I emailed you about some awakening stuff. Did you get that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. I got on my whole. I got on my high horse a bit, but um, no, but anyway, so good. <laughs> yeah, but that's good, you know. But we all have the highs and lows. It's like, you know, it's the, one of the things as we become, you know, we are enlightened. It's just recognizing it, and as we connect more to the light and really see the highs, the lows, the shadows, the the gray, the black, and in between all the. We have less identification with it. That's where our expansion in consciousness comes. It's less identifying that up and down emotions or stuck states or bad situations. They're not a reflection unless we keep doing something, you know, detrimental. It's not a it's not a reflection on consciousness. It's something that we're going through. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a yeah. That's a whole different game changer. Yeah, yeah. All right, James. Great to hear from you. Thank you. I'm gonna scoot along. Hope all is well. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, bye. Uh-huh. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Welcome, welcome. Hi, my name is Christine. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Christine. Welcome. Question. I was wondering if I could. Oh, sure. Um, I was wondering if anyone could pick up anything about my work situation. It's kind of hectic, and um, um, anything, anything surrounding my work situation. It's weird. I first, first, I get, I get. You said I get very up and down, and I get. Mm-hmm. Something can't quite come together, or it's breaking apart. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. You maybe I think you're seeing some things that aren't fitting anymore, and you're wondering what's your ex- is that true? Your exit strategy is like, can I get out of this? Well, I do want to stay. I get do out. want to yeah. stay. Um, so I'm hoping that I can stay until the end of this because it's, it's a it's a temporary project. Um, oh, so it's I temporary. Do so we've, to stay. But then you have something else because I feel like okay because like is there are you just are you project based because it shows something else coming in. Okay. Yeah. Um, like soon or like like months down the road. I feel after this. I feel after this. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? I feel, are you, um, yeah, let's see. Well, okay, because I feel multiple things. Maybe they're restructuring there, but I feel like somehow you're going to be working differently, Christine. Yeah, you're more, pro- okay, so I don't see, work is going to be fine. That you're probably more um, project based, or there's something else coming in for you. If that makes sense. Mhm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm just, I'm just here temporarily. I just want to see the project through, and then. Oh, you I'm will. Not sure if I'm you move. will, but then yeah. there's, then there's something else. Then there's something else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. 
good, good, good. Thank you. Okay. You're so welcome. Keep us posted. Bye. Okay. Hello. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Amla. How are you? Amla, hey, welcome. Thank you. Um, I I was wondering, I talked to you before, I was just wondering if you still see somebody significant relationship-wise coming up in August or September. Okay, let's see. Let's see. What's coming up as far as Yeah. Now, are you online or something? It shows somebody at a distance. Um. No. Actually, no. <laughs> okay. So you don't. You're not doing the online thing. Okay. Well, I'm wondering no. if you meet somebody that's traveling or something. What's coming up? What's for dating? Okay. Okay. It is showing yes, but there there seems to be some kind of distance. So I don't know if you meet somebody and then they leave and come back, or it's. Let me ask. <laughs> Okay. Do you feel a sense when online. this person's coming in? Oh, okay, online. I think it's online, or at least the beginning of it is online, because I'm getting a lot with texting and phone, and I'm getting a lot with distance. I've looked at it a couple different ways. Okay. I'm going to date this year, so let's look and see. Yeah, you need to branch out, Okay. So sometimes you know, no, okay. so not someone's coming knocking on your door, but it does show someone still does show someone coming in, but I am getting like I said some kind of distance. Okay. Do you see a when? Do you see a when? I'm not me? getting. I'm getting. You need see sometimes, especially right now with timing, is is yes. not so much because with these retro, it's not so much, or it's not just the retrograde. That's one way of looking at it, but the held back energy. It's it's more about what you're doing. It's it's more synchronistic, so things can happen more quickly. Like I have one okay. of my clients that I'm helping on a business level, and uh, she's been working with me a while, and you know my accuracy is is really high. It's like, but it's been like okay, this is going to happen in July. It's been like I've been predicting things like a month, two months, three months, six months yeah. down the road. You know, and you know yeah. when we first started working, like a year or so. Now it's been like play by play, and it's because she's in such alignment as well as the other people, yeah. and the, things are shifting. That yeah. it's been like I'll say something and it happens the next day, you know. And so, I feel for Amla for you, it's you're almost there. It's getting into that alignment, and I feel for you, it's about reaching out, connecting with more people. It's going to make your it's it's going to shift the balance, the electromagnetic balance for you. Okay, so yes. just a little bit of electrical you need in the reaching out, and then that magnetic energy, the sparkly energy to draw in is there. Your little, your you need to be a li- you need to put in a little electrical, just a little more electrical. Okay. That makes All right, sense please. to me because I've been cooped up for so long in the last couple of months. I need to get out oh, there again. You need to yeah. get out. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's the confirmation. Yeah. And and the fact that um, Jupiter is going to be expansion in August 11th, I'm excited because I'm a Sag, so that'll help a lot. Oh, and good. Well, that'll over. help yeah. a lot. Yeah, well, Jupiter's been retrograde. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what do you want to call it? Reading psychically the trends or using astrology, numerology, I use it all. I love it because I, it, to me I use it to com- confirm different things. 
these energies yeah. are very hard to fight for a reason, so we do the soul alignment, this next level of soul alignment. It's, it's, you know, but for you, it is about that branching out. So it makes sense. Yes. All right, Amla, keep us posted. Love Thank hearing you. from you. Take care. God bless. So Thank you. Take care. Peace. God bless. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Welcome to the program. Okay. Hello, hello. Hello. Aloha. Aloha. It's Zoe. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm so happy Zoe, to hear. Are you able to call in? Yeah. <laughs> what time is it where you're at now? It's evening, right? Um, like ten or something. Yeah, it's ten. It's ten p.m. Yep. Cool. It's yeah. It's when I'm in the future. Uh, <laughs> I know. I so I'm reaching that. back. I, I love how you put that. Oh, yeah, I love it, right? Um, so um, back to the future and back to the past and forward as well. Um, I've been having some really interesting uh, – there's been a lot of this tapped in and everybody moving forward and all these great things happening, all this alignment, all this uh, mm-hmm. uh, getting on with the vibrational energy and feeling this love. I've been having some really interesting dreams um, about uh, – people touching um like electricity electrical sources like i don't know if they're shocking themselves or if they're plugging in but um this morning i woke up feeling it in my uh hands and my feet and um kind of like a shock through my body almost like i was shocked and i also saw um some other people that were um, that are close to me. One is uh, who I'm staying with, and there was this uh, crazy accident where they they fell. They were falling from me. They fell on the structure, and I felt almost like responsible because I kept feeling like the structure wasn't safe, and I didn't. And then I, after it happened, I was like, Oh, I knew I knew something was going to happen. I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't say something. Um, is this like I'm? I'm just really trying to wrap my head around what this is uh, because I definitely, I'm definitely feeling this patience and I'm waiting for all this stuff to happen. So I'm just kind of tapping in, really well, getting, getting are. resourced. Yeah. Here's what, here's what I think, um, Zoe, my love, a couple things, because dreams are also a way that we um, clean up stuff. And I don't know if you knew, but I'm a, um, dream therapist, uh, trained in Jungian uh, dream work, and so now I dream uh, therapy and analyzing interpretation. So I feel there's a combo. Like there's something about your structure, a new structure coming in, and it might be reflect, reflected with your, your mate, you know, where you're staying, or it could have something to do with them as well. However, yeah. what you're feeling, um, I feel like it was like around 2010, 2011, there was a group of us feeling this that was getting zapped. And also yeah. right now what's happening is with Uranus and Taurus, it's anchoring these higher frequency energies. So some people were feeling this in their dream getting the zap. Some people in waking state, you know, that however you want to term that, were feeling that opening, you know, and seeing that symbol. So spirit or spiritual energy is electrical. It's the universal, right? The, the, the earth or the mother right. is the magnetic, and they come to get, right? So the male-female thing. So... You're, my sense is you're getting an up-leveling of this pranic life force animating energy or collective energy or source energies. You're getting yeah, more open. Yeah, definitely more feeling that. that. 
Yeah, so the more magnetic you can be right now, receptive, the patience, the waiting, all that's good, meditation, being in nature, slowing down and opening to it, and doing whatever you can with that body vessel, that body temple, to prepare and house it. See, that's where a lot of people, doesn't sound like you're having an issue with it, but some people are having an issue because their body isn't able yet to handle, most of us have, aren't able yet to handle higher frequency energy. So there's, that's why there's been changes, routine, dietary changes in the physicality. And no, it does not mean you can't eat meat or you have to eat meat or you have to be vegan or vegetarian or it has nothing to do with that. That's all like human, man-made, you know, wonderful stuff. It's that it just depends on yeah. where you're guided I by your have, higher self. Felt a, I definitely have felt at different times cutting specific things out, like uh, not doing the meat. I was having lots of issues. Uh, I've been having lots of uh, stomach and digestive issues, and so um, this is something that I haven't had in ten or fifteen years. Yeah. So okay, I'm switching things up, but I don't really. Well, it's more of the sitting and and just being okay that that we're going through these upgrades or these changes more than anything. Absolutely, the upgrade. Yeah, and you break up a good point. So it's going to be different for everyone what it is that you're called to change or not eat in your food. One thing I can say, drink more water because water uh, makes us more of a conduit. I mean, think of what happens if you're standing in water and you put your hand in the light socket, right? <laughs> so woo. So yeah, drinking yeah, more course, water right. helps helps to house these energies or be embody them and anchor them. And definitely food changes. I know a lot of people are eating less, less food or different foods or certain foods they can't eat anymore or certain things they can't do or some people can't drink alcohol. A lot of times sugars and alcohol, a lot of times people are really sensitive to that. Uh, some not, you know, again, it's going to be individual, but the best thing you can do is trust your own, like you're doing, Zoe, is trust your own intuition. So I'm kind of talking to other people besides you. Um, try not, I was working with someone the other day, and they were told to do this certain diet, and they did it for a while. And I totally intuitively felt this was not the right diet for them. But I couldn't, I said my little piece, and now they're coming to terms with that. And I said, you actually have to go within. It might be a combination of different ways of eating or different foods. So it's very individual. Again, that's the Aquarian age is, is, is about uniqueness and individuality. So some of the cookie-cutter ways of dieting or eating or spiritual practice or whatever it is may not be working anymore. So we have to – we're kind of being forced to slow down, tune within. What is it for me individually is kind of the, the question you know, and the answer. Cool, Zoe. Yeah, I'm so absolutely. glad you called in and shared that because I'm sure so many other people are going through this as well. And, yeah, um, with physically it seeing people plugging plugging into this, like, to an electrical source or, like, unplugging it and, like, uh, uh, grabbing onto, like, the, the blue and white shock. And it almost looked like a um, DNA helix. It was really, really, really interesting. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, wow, okay, okay, what's okay, going okay. on. Yeah, you're seeing what's going on etherically. Absolutely. And this is, and is this also like a choice that people are doing? What I'm getting uh, channeled is people are getting. This is a choice. Like not everybody is wanting to make this uh, 5D upgrade. Some people are wanting to stay mm-hmm. in this uh, very tangible third dimensional level. Is that is that the case? Are some of us going without feel, others? No, or? I don't because it's. Yeah, I feel like it's it's encoded, like it's it's happening. Like I, we get a lot of callers um, on awakenings that 
I've had people say that I'm, oh, I'm Christian, and I always started thinking about spirituality, and then they found my podcast. You know, one guy's like, oh, is this the devil? And you don't seem like the devil. This, can I be Christian and still <laughs> listen to this or meditate? Yeah, or some people call in and say, oh, I didn't even think about spirituality. I have no, in-, and all of a sudden I was massaging my friend, or they had, and heat came out of my hands, or I'm able to heal people from migraines. What's going on with me? What? So we we've had over the year a lot of people just spontaneously waking up. And that's kind of like because a lot of us have tilled the soil to, make, to, to shift that resonance or children that are more awake, aware. You know, it's not that this hasn't been happening forever, you know, whether starseed or indigo or crystalline. It's, that's all, but we're seeing more of it or more apparency of it because those that have been consciously working on the situation, we've tilled, been tilling the soil. So your awakening yeah. and these upgrades, they're encoded within your DNA. And so some people it'll be later. Some people it won't necessarily be on this dimension. They'll be holding that other part of the polarity because we still are in a dual universe. We're still in a polarity. We're just moving where there'll be less extreme of the polarity, you know, consciousness okay. and how that looks, you know, how yeah. that – so some people just aren't – and that's why we have to – that's why we're all learning not to try to fix people or overhelp, because they may not this they may not be doing this dance on this dimension this lifetime, or it's going to be later, or their upgrade that's, that's is just kind so of, yeah. That was kind small. of that was yeah. kind of my question because I understand yeah, I understand this is a super vibrational universe and stuff like this so I'm like okay well if I'm not supposed to help these people then am I not supposed to be near them or am I just supposed to be is this a, a patience of being like okay I don't love have to compassion. teach you it's, it's everybody in the, yeah compassion yeah. okay love and com- yeah love and compassion because it's all you know, we're not just one frequency on the planet. You know, we're not just one note in the symphony. So some might have a tuba, some might have an off-key tuba or violin, and some may be playing guitar. So that's what we're all learning. What will happen, though, there will be less extreme in the polarity consciousness and how that manifests and expresses. That's why the self-compassion, the self-care, self-love, is so important so that we not only move from respect and tolerance, but we see people that are different than us and that might even irk us or piss us off as sacred. Their path is sacred. Even if we don't understand it or like it or it's ignorant or whatever we want to say, we somehow see, because if it's here, there's a vibrational correspondent to it. There is a there, Right, but it's not it's necessarily on the something we're calling in always, right? <laughs> You don't have to call it in or live it. That's that's the that's the beauty of more consciousness awareness. You can move away okay. or walk away from it, but but it can still be here, you know, on the planet or in the world. It's just going to have less. Yeah. The density of the frequency will be less and less. The harshness will be less and less. We're not there yet, but that's where we're going. And how do we peacefully get along? All right, sweetie, thank you yes. for calling in. We're going to Absolutely. scoop to our thank awakening you. guest. Thank you so much. Great, I'm excited. Um, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. Out. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Big hug. Big hug, big hug, big hug. Big hug. Bye. Okay. All right. So if you did not get your question answered or get a reading, I am here next. 
week and uh, can tune in for you. All right. So kind of really on topic right now, uh, we have Heather Christian Strange with us, author, mystic, and self-penned love alchemist. Uh, her book is Love Now, Your Daily Dose of Love and Miracles. Uh, she's also the founder of risingupforlove.org. And so we're going to be chatting with her. She's been on a lot of different outlets sharing her message and um, help, insight, and guidance um, on connecting more in a love-based way with the sole intention of bringing more love to the earth plane through meditation, love activism trainings, emotional empowerment, and more. So let's get to Heather. Hello, Heather. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe like we're in the perfect flow. I've been listening to you, and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect conversation to be having. I know, I know. And when I was reading um, the stuff on you, I was like, oh my god, what? what I got goosebumps. Oh my god, I got like um, spirit bumps. Oh, love I love now, it. Your daily dose of love and miracles, and this whole thing. I I got to know how did you, your first awakening and how you got into this because. So perfect. You're right. Such a perfect flow and stream because I feel so many are waking up to yeah. this idea of love and not necessarily romantic or romanticized love, but this That's right. self-love, right? Yes. Yes. That's everything. And, you know, for a long time, I was just so, my passion was so love and trying to figure it out. And my translation of that in the early days was romantic relationship. And over the course of my spiritual and like emotional maturity, recognizing that it's really about vibrating in the frequency of love. And that's why we created the book, you know, love now, because we wanted folks to have a daily dose that they could dip into. Because as you know, when we're in that frequency of love, then we're magnetizing to us in alignment with our highest path. And then we're also able to, go into those higher frequencies of peace and, you know, bliss and being able to really stay connected okay. to who we really are. Wow, but yeah, my connection. Dream. Okay. Yes. Let's dive into this then. So your awakening, I mean, were you, what were you doing before? Yes. And then how did you get to this awareness? And I love you say daily dose of love and miracle because I do believe when we're at that love frequency, we do experience more miracles in life somehow. I, yes. I don't know. Maybe you know the correlation yes. to it. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. So that's been my experience. My awakening, I was not, like, this was not on my radar to live in this way at all. Um, I had a health crisis 11 years ago um, with a tumor on my left ovary, and I had to have an emergency surgery, and all these crazy things were happening, and they couldn't really figure out what was fully wrong with me. And so that put me on a journey of trying to find, like, where is the healing? Where is the healing? Um, and I opened up to doing, you know, work that I had never been open to before. It started as simple as, like, naturopathic care to then acupuncture and Reiki. And then it actually led me to John of God in Brazil, that was in 2008 and I had a psychic surgery. And after that, all this healing energy started coming out of my hands. I was completely healed. My physical condition completely healed. And that literally just sent me on a journey to, you know, find, I wanted to understand like what happened, how is this possible? 
what is psychic energy? You know, what is intuition? How can I heal people now with my hands? You know, it was just like, what is happening? And it really has just progressed from there. And it's been, you know, just as you know, a miracle filled ride. But I really even then thought that it was about partnership that would bring me to whatever the next level was. And of course, I have an incredible partnership. But what we've learned is that it really is about the frequency of love and how we can stay, when we stay connected to that, we live this miraculous life. Mm-hmm. So the health, see, and we always have a challenge, you know, and I, I, I get this question a lot, like, um, and I used to do a lot of work with, you know, AIDS and cancer patients and a lot of yeah. you know, energy work and healing. And one of the questions was always, why did I get this or something's wrong or I'm not doing yes. something right? And what I learned on the other side is like, no, that's one way. It is a creative aspect. You know, it's it's one way yes. that you get a redirection of energy, right? It's going to come from that's right. loss of something, right? Money, a relationship, yes. a loved one, health. Otherwise, we would, or, you know, most healers came from, you know, really traumatizing uh, homes. Otherwise, we'd, yes. never, we'd never journey. We would, right? That's something human. We just would that's be exactly like, oh, never right. mind. You know, I'm fine, right? Yep. Yep. It's exactly so right. And so I've been that, shown this. Right? I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've been shown the same thing as you were talking about with cancer and different illnesses, that they're really a pathway for transformation. So while like, yeah, I, I have this tumor and this horrible thing oh. is happening. It's actually the only way I was going to wake up, you know, is like I had to be brought mm-hmm. to my knees. Otherwise, it was just like, oh, I'm just a good time girl having fun. You know, I just wasn't mm-hmm. there. I wasn't going to the deeper places that my soul really wanted to go to. So I really encourage folks to see everything that happens, but definitely, you know, those health pieces as just an invitation to go deeper into your spirit, into who you really are. Yeah, absolutely. It has nothing to do with consciousness or if you're right or wrong or on the right. It's, it's, no. it, it's the form, whatever, the way that you, that your higher self chose or the best, best way. What would you say to people that are going to challenges, whether health challenges right now and what helped you? Because obviously you got through it and you expanded, expanded, evolved into where you are now. You know, I can feel your energy. You're like, whoo, very, very high vibration, Heather. I love it. Yeah, you're like, whoo, you're like, you're, talk about our earlier guest, our uh, guest listener talking about being plugged into source. You're definitely uh, vibrating higher. So what, what do you suggest and what's your secret? <laughs> well, what I what I really encourage everyone to do, I, I absolutely love you, Michelle. Uh, what I encourage everyone to do is to really start to look at their life through the eyes of source. And so this was really profound for me because I I had a very traumatic childhood, right? I went through all the traditional things that healers go through. I didn't know it was setting me up to be a healer. I had that psychic surgery. It cleared out a huge amount of my trauma, healed my body, and then opened the door. I still had to take the action to walk through, right? And so I really started getting curious about my life because I had done everything right, right? I was eating healthy. I was working out. I was doing all the things. Like, how could my body do this to me? I felt really betrayed by my body. And what I... What I learned is that my body was trying to save my ass, you know, my body was trying to wake me up and support me and being who I really am. So I started to get curious about, no, wait, if I were to see this through the eyes of God, through the eyes of source, 
how would this be seen? What opportunity is here for me? And I just kept leaning into every open door. I just kept following, you know, then someone said to me, you know, you should check out body talk. And I was like, never really paid attention to it. I said, okay, I'll check it out. I had a session. As soon as I'm like going to lay down for the session, I realized I've got to learn this modality and share it with others. It's a form of energy medicine. Mm. Okay. And so that like opened up. So I just, I really encourage folks to just really look at your life through the eyes of source and look at everything that's occurring as happening as a gift to support you in being who you really are. And it gets so confusing, right, Michelle? I know like those of us on this path, it's like, it gets confusing because there's so much stuff going on at any, any occasion that can pull us out of our alignment. But what my guides and my higher self have revealed to me is that the most radical act that you and I can take, any of us can take, is to create a really love-filled, loving, kind, joyful life. And when we make that our focus, not like likes on social media or, you know, getting the guy or the girl to love us or, you know, getting the accolades or whatever it is, when we make that our focus, literally Prosperity just naturally occurs and miracles are just magnetized to you. And that, I had no reference point for that. You know, this has been an 11 year journey to finally get to see that. Wow. Wow. So that, and speak about when you say a loving life, what do you mean by that? Yeah, thank you. Great question. Yeah, especially people going through challenges. And and I love what you're saying, see your eyes through God or see your eyes through source. I think that is so powerful. I mean, I just think, wow, what a shift. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. If we can, yeah, if we can stop seeing, because we get so tied up in the human experience and that's great because we are in bodies. And so that's important and we need to stay grounded in our bodies. (laughs) I'm a big fan of that. And just by being willing to look at our life through the eyes of source, we connect in at a deeper level to see like, oh, there's way more to me than just this in the body experience. So when we talk about creating a loving life, it means really looking at, you know, what am I doing to share my gifts? Is it something that I love to do? Now, you know, we've seen people over the years, like jump off the cliff, like quit the job and just like, I'm going to do this. And we're not suggesting that we have to go to extremes. (laughs) We're suggesting that you just lean into what do I love to do and start to do more of that. Like keep your job and then keep doing the thing that you really love. And then your home Mm -hmm. where you live, you know, we each have these power spots on the earth that are the most resonant places for us to live. My guides call them love territories, you know, and we each have places on this plane that will really benefit us to live there. So to check in, like, am I living in the place that lights me up? Am I making sure that every day I'm doing work that I love? And then at some point that might shift into being our primary income source. That's up to our highest path. We are not in control of the outcomes, but that every day we're treating ourselves with love. And I think that's the big piece. And you, you really hit on it um, today, which I was loving about, you know, how are we loving ourselves and having compassion for ourselves? And that really is about doing our emotional work. And this is something I avoided doing <laughs> for as long as I possibly could. Mm, I'm a because emotional yeah, I don't want to feel it. it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to feel it. Um, and then, you know, you can't heal it unless you feel it. So I had to really like 
go there. And that was one of the biggest acts of self-love. And it's one of the biggest things I work with women on is, you know, to really cut out the food, the alcohol, the internet, the the yeah. men, the women that are the distractions. We're not saying those things are bad, but just the distractions to feeling yeah. what you need to feel. Right. I would be standing in my kitchen yeah. with a bag of potato chips, you know, and kind of wake up five minutes into it and go, wait, what am I doing? You know, and what I'm doing is right. not wanting to feel, <laughs> you know, yeah. so I'm trying to stop yeah. that. And so it's really looking at our lives in a holistic way and going, okay, where is the love and how do I imbue more love? And externally is important. And as you were sharing today, the most important piece is that internal climate. And for me, that was the emotional work and looking at the traumas and doing the ancestral work and doing the past life work. And so I've been on a mission to create tools that folks can easily do those things that, you know, we all feel empowered to create this loving life, this love-filled life, as opposed to getting taken out by the dramas that are happening around us. Mm, I love that. And again, there's that choice. What is loving? Yes. We talked yes. about that at the beginning, one part of the program. I don't know if you're on, on the line, but, uh, you know, where are we going to put our energy? And I think that's really yes. highlighted right now. And I think when we're going through crises, I know for me, whether health crises, challenge, whatever it is, uh, I have something now with my little fur baby, Yoshi, um, I'm real clear about mm-hmm. where I'm putting my energy and not. And I am so yes. present. Um, it's amazing when you allow yourself to whether it's by source or God hires, you, you allow yourself to be guided there and remain in that presence, that power and presence. You know, you remain very present mm-hmm. to the situation. You do make different decisions because I feel like I know even for myself, I look and I go, okay, I, I just can't do that. That's, that's going to pull me mm-hmm. off, you know, or that's going to take too much yes. from me. Yes. And we we joke about it in one of uh, the groups that I lead, um, this group of ladies, we joke about like, it feels like we're in this time of like instant karma now, you know, because like, you know, you take it, if we make a choice that doesn't serve our highest good, or we're betraying that deeper inner knowing, it's like we instantly get feedback. I know that's been happening for me. And it's like, whoa, okay, okay, I got it. You know, like instant feedback that this just isn't aligned. And we don't exist at a time now when we can really be it, we, it felt like we had way more buffer time before, but we're just in this accelerated yeah. vibration and this time where it's like we, our free will choice matters so much. And so we created the book Love Now, Your Daily Dose of Love and Miracles so that people could just like dip in every day, get a burst of love to set the tone because we understand there's so many things that pull me out, that pull us all out. How do we stay connected because our choice matters so much? Mm-hmm. And why? And what is that daily love dose? What and, and how do we attune more to it? Obviously, get the book. You can get it on Amazon. Love now your daily dose of love and miracles. Um, oh, it's so uplifting and positive. I just love it. Um, how do we begin to do that? Like somebody that's listening right now, and especially yeah. you know going through challenges. And let's say. Yeah challenges that they didn't expect or like you said they've done everything right they consider yeah. a good and, and now they have this mm-hmm. health or yes. finance or whatever it is yeah so that's I mean I feel like that's when we really can be on our knees with it right because we're like I'm doing all the things and and that is a, yeah. is a really powerful choice point for us 
are we going to choose to have faith in the unseen, even though the seen is like kicking our ass, you know, in that moment. And so what I really recommend, I mean, I'm such a big fan of daily meditation. It just has been my anchor for 11 years now. It makes all the difference for me. And I tell folks 11 minutes is all you need to do. If that's, you know, if that's all you can do, do 11 minutes every day. And your focus is on receiving the frequency of love. And opening your channels to receive the frequency of love from the highest light, from source, God, whatever you know term resonates for folks, and allow that to fill your body. We actually have a free love meditation. I believe I sent a link over to your people, so I'm not sure if we can post that, okay. but there's a free love meditation folks can download to just start to connect in to that love frequency. And then every day, it's, it's like working out, it's like healthy eating, you know, every day, if you're just dipping into that and making it a priority to, you know, meditate every day, it builds up momentum. And then over time, mm-hmm. meditating becomes like plugging in, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just plugging into source right. to get my downloads, to get my guidance, to get my next steps. Yes. Um, and then, what will happen in meditation, especially when you're going through, you know, a crisis, a challenge, is that if you're just focused on receiving the highest frequency of love, you know, don't be surprised if then as soon as you end the meditation or right in the middle of it, you get like, go see this person, go do this, go take mm-hmm. that action, go create this, right? It just starts spirit, the higher realms start communicating with you and you the truth is, right, they're always communicating with us, but we can hear them when we're quiet and clear. And we can ask, I think it's always important to remember, like, ask and it is given. Everything we ask for is always answered. It's just what is the frequency of the question. My team has talked to me a lot about this, like, ask, ask questions that are calling in the highest vibrational answer. So instead of like, what's wrong with me? Okay. Why is this bad thing happening? We can ask like, what is the most powerful solution available to me right now? Send it to me with crystal clear clarity. Mm, I like yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just and I'd like, and I, totally shut. Uh, this, and I, I feel like part of what you're saying, which I so agree with as well, is that, it's the, it's the default position. It's shifting that, that you are tapping into that power and presence. You're tapping into source, yes. source energies daily yes. and first. And do you recommend, like, so when you're asking questions, should we be in that, in that place, that state of being, or ask from that place? Um, Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So, you know, you do your 11-minute meditation, you read, you know, a little snippet. And so Love Now is channeled wisdom and they're channeled quotes from the highest light and some healing transmissions are in there as well. So you read your snippet, you're in that frequency of love, you're feeling that connection to source, and then you make your request. You know, you make, you set your intention or you ask your question and you ask that it be answered in that day that you're brought exactly what you need to live your highest path. And, and it's incredible, the synchronicities that start to open up and the communication we start to receive. And then we realize, you know, all of life is communicating with me all the time. I just had to be in the frequency to receive it. Wow, that's so powerful. That is so. And so how do we get in that frequency and how do we recognize that frequency? That's another. Oh, great question. Yeah. 
So when we're in the frequency of love, we're feeling that. So how I feel it, and, and I think it's, it's different for everyone, right? So it's getting to know your own, and you were talking about this earlier with one of the callers. It's getting to know your own body, mind, to know more about what's resonant for you and where you're at. But for me, I feel like all my cells feel lit up, like from the inside out. I feel this, this light and I know, like, okay, I'm in that higher frequency. This would be a good time to create something. This would be a good time if I have a question to ask for it to be answered. This would be a good time for me to, you know, show up for clients or, you know, my partner or whatever it is. Um, and so the way that I recommend, you know, getting into that love frequency is to do the daily love meditation and to create a spiritual practice for yourself that includes doing your emotional healing work. And that was, you know, a really... I had a lot of resistance to that, and it's been one of the most profound changes in my life to really start – so I do – I did a ton of reparenting myself, and I still do that. I have a whole process I call the inner child to wholeness um, to really reconnect with that inner child and reparent her and support her and then also work with my ancestors and my previous versions of myself that are up that need to be worked mm -hmm. with. So this isn't necessarily something you have to do every day, but regularly. And then what that does is keep your channel clear so that you can vibrate in that frequency. I think one of the misnomers is that, okay, what are all the things I have to do to get there? And it's really about just clearing the space, right? Because we're already love. There already love exists within ourselves yeah. and is our natural state. So it's just clearing the clutter that hasn't allowed us to vibrate in that way. Right. Oh, I love what you're saying. And I I keep saying emotional clearing, repatterning, therapy, hypnosis, yes. and alpha theta, heal, whatever, but it has to be yes. part of your life. I mean, you know, and maintenance. You just know, oh, this is up. Yes. Let me do this. Let me do that. Boom, 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 boom. You know, exactly. um, so I'm glad you're saying that. And now do you think and feel as you're doing this more, keeping that channel clearer and clearer, that we're accessing to that love that we are more. Are, are we feeling that more if we're kind of keeping, let's say, on top of things, like we have a good routine, you know, or uh, yes. the love routine, the tuning in, tapping in? <laughs> yes, the love routine. I <laughs> yeah, 111%, <laughs> yes. And so, like you said, it is, it's, you know, find the modalities that work for you. Find the healers, the teachers, the therapists, whatever it is. You know, I, I talk about having your entourage, you know, like, put together mm -hmm. your team of physical supports, whatever that is, and, and there's no wrong way. It's, it's perfect for each individual and will be unique to each individual. Uh, but find that dream team and have, you know, be doing your consistent practice. And like you said, maintenance, even when nothing, quote unquote, nothing's going on, yeah. there's still, we want to be tuning in. What am I feeling? What's up for me? Like what's happening? Because again, we're in these bodies and there's all kinds of communication happening. We came for such beautiful unfoldings and destinies. And so doing that consistent work builds the momentum. So like you said, you're just experiencing longer and longer states of being in that love vibration and more and more miracles flow to you. And we're not doing it so that we get that as the reward, but it's just a natural byproduct of being aligned with love and be, which is who we truly are. And then that opens us up to experience really deep peace and to experience even greater connection with source and with who we really are. So it all just works together for our benefit where 
it gets all sort of messed up and we can maybe look out into the collective, at least in the United States, and see the drama is because we got so, folks got so disconnected from that love and yeah. that source and who they really are. And that's why all the trauma drama. And that's why, you know, one thing, you know, every day it's some, some new drama. It's just because that's what happens when you're disconnected from love. And so when you're connected to love, you have a completely different life experience. Wow. I love this. Oh, my gosh. Now, mm. you talk about this radical act yes. to create a love-filled life, you know, and more prosperity. Can you dive into that a bit? more for our listeners? Yes. Yes. Thank you for asking. So this was something my um, team, my spirit team revealed to me maybe just a few months ago. And I was just like, it was just blew me away. And they said, you know, the most radical thing that you all can do is to create a truly love filled, loving, kind, joyful life. And the prosperity naturally flows when you create that kind of life at whatever level and frequency it's meant to for our specific life path. But that we get so focused on and we hear a lot about, you know, radical this, radical that, fight for this, fight for that. And the message from the higher right. realms through my channel was the most radical thing that we can do is to create a loving, peaceful, joyful, kind life. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't really feel your whole You're body You're going to love this too, like, Heather. I, just, oh, I know, right? So oh, God. Oh. The other tie-in that research has shown, I talked about this at the top of the program, and you're just confirming this, that actually more positive thoughts or loving thoughts or kindness have more energy, have more weight, you know, in That's the right. world. You know, they're, they're energetically That's right. stronger That's right. than the negative. The problem is, right, it's like we might have 20 to 30 negative thoughts to one or two positive. So it's not really yes. – it's the, the right, the accumulation – Yes. But you're saying, and I agree with you, love, it's, it's the cohesiveness of everything. It's the binding force of the universe. That is the strongest. Let me ask you, what's your take? Why do you feel there's so much, um, and I feel like your book is like pivotal now because it, it, it's so appropriate to our time. Why do you feel now in this part of the awakening process there is so much on love, and, and, and particularly even self-love and compassion and dealing with the most because I've been doing this a long time people I can count on my hand now and some of the people that have been on the show I won't name names but they're big bestseller <laughs> people didn't want to go there with the emotions I tried to oh no no it was yeah. the scientific this and that and quantum yeah. this and blah 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 yeah yeah and yeah. now I hear them and they were on now they're oh you need to do the emotions or do some kind of therapy or hypnotherapy <laughs> and now there's right now we're talking emotions so what do you yes. think or feel or from your guidance, your team, what's changed and why this emphasis so much on love now? Yeah, yeah, great question. It, it really is like we took it as far as we could without going there, right? Like I, my, my, mm. my microcosm is a reflection of the macrocosm. I mean, I would avoid feeling things in ridiculous ways, right? I would go to the ends of the earth to not have to feel the uncomfortable right. feelings. And that's, that's what we did as a collective, right? We made it all about the quantum thing. And, the, and you know, a lot of us mm. in the spiritual realms, you know, made it all about spirit, but did not go yeah. to the emote. Like I have completely avoided what was happening inside of me and made it all about up here and so that made us very ungrounded and then people are like well why isn't my life working well you haven't healed your traumas or gone and felt the things that need to be felt and I 
what what I've been shown is that we just took it as far as we could. And so the reason why okay. it's all love, love, love now is because, like, there was nowhere else for us to go, right? Like, we had just avoided and avoided and avoided. And this was, like, the missing piece for all of us to do the inner work, to do the emotional work, and to make each of our focus to vibrate at the frequency of love. Cause we also, you know, as a healer, I made it, you know, once that warm energy started coming out of my hands and people started having healings, I made it all about them. Right. I still was externalizing my experience. And my team said to me, like, girl, you got one soul to save and it's yours, you know, and yeah, I can relate. That, wow. <laughs> right. And so the reason for that, though, is like what you were saying, when we are like in that state of love, and we've done our emotional and spiritual work, we are way more powerful, that energy goes further, we have a more powerful impact through our very presence. Mm. Yeah, wow. Well, it it goes back to what you were saying as well, your clearer channel, when, when you're loving yourself when you're connected yes. to source energies, which is love, right? So, yeah, that's, that's very right. potent. You know, so people listening out there that are trying to do the, you know, selfless, save a martyr, uh, you know, not taking care of yourself, we're actually more yes, potent. Don't do it. Is what I'm hearing that's you right. say. You know, you're clearer, yes. you're more potent. Um, wow, yeah. that's powerful. You'll have, wow. Woo! I know. You'll have, we'll have way more, I feel like my healing work went to the next level once I got that and I stopped trying to heal everyone else and just made my focus healing me. And if I can give my gifts and someone resonates with it, awesome. But that my focus is no longer like this martyr thing. I totally had that going on, like to save the world because we actually need to save ourselves. And in doing that, that's how we have the collective impact we desire. Yeah. Wow. It's so mm, Aquarian. So it brings it back to the individual, <laughs> right? Taking out that Pisces air, self Yeah, and it's like, That's and right. I was wondering. I've been in your, in your book. I mean, coming out, you know, and you're you're sharing your insights and information on the show now. Because I've been wonder. I've kind of got this like a couple of years ago. Was really getting it really strongly, and I thought, what the yeah. heck? It's it's going this yeah. way. I know it's right, and it, it 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 seems like, but but why? You know, and right. You're really answering that um, that message for everyone to, I think, in a way, talk about generational or ancestral. Give the permission yes. that it's okay to put yourself first or or really love yourself yes. or see yourself as compassionately, even though you're going through. Especially, and you probably see this all the time: healers, teachers, you know, therapists, mystic, whatever. Especially the light workers, unfortunately, can be the worst. So yes. critical of themselves if they do something or have, you know, a misstep or, you know, issue yeah. or, or get something. God forbid, forget cancer. God forbid you get a cold. Oh, yeah. I've got an alignment. I've got a cold or the flu, yeah. something. Oh, yeah. something's wrong with me. Mm. I'm not as conscious as I thought I was. Um, no. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah, too, too much beating up on ourselves. Agreed. Because the yeah. thing is, is that that cold, that flu, whatever it is, is supporting 
our, our clearing and our development, it's not happening because we did something wrong. It's happening just to support us and being more of who we really are. Yeah, our relationship with our health got really out of whack there when we realized we could create our mm-hmm. own reality. Then we were like, oh, no, like I'm doing, I'm creating these bad things if they're happening. It's like it's all an opportunity for us to grow. And we have to find that balance, right, where we're not beating up on ourselves. We take responsibility where it's appropriate, but we're not beating up on ourselves yeah. when things like the health crisis happens or the job leaves or whatever it is, it's, it's all an invitation to our greater awakening. And the health stuff really is like just, cause you know, and I think you talked yeah. about it today. It's like a lot of health stuff is going on right now for people, but that's necessary mm-hmm. for the DNA upgrades we're getting, you know, for the fifth dimension. So it's got to happen. If people, and somebody, Crystal Bowles Gretton in the chat is saying, I need the perception of permission to me from me. And, and Louise yes. is talking about the critical voice is so toxic. And I would say overcritical. We're allowed to criticize. But yes, exactly. What can we do? Now, your, your meditations and what you've set up in the book, will that help over time to lessen that overly critical voice as well as give permission uh, to move Absolutely. into the space of more of that self-love? Absolutely, because as you begin, you know, as we start to nurture that love vibration through the daily love meditation and taking in the daily channeled wisdom around love, we, that vibration begins to build within us. And then there's just no more room for that overly critical, you know, um, mm. self-loathing or putting ourselves down or even self-pity because we have that vibration of love flowing through us and love is none of those things. And when we're truly loving, this was radical for me because I, my ego was so wounded from the trauma I went through. I couldn't take criticism and it was so huge for me to be able to go, Oh yeah, I messed that up without feeling like I'm a horrible person. Like I don't deserve to be here because you know, I screwed up or something went quote unquote wrong or whatever it is. So it's just so freeing and empowering when you're in that vibration of love. You just don't, you don't, you can see your mistakes and your errors and you course correct. And it's not a huge deal. You don't have to put yourself down and you can make amends and move forward and allow whatever the misstep was to grow you as opposed to like, I can't ever be wrong. It's like, we're, we all screw up all the time and that's okay. The screw ups mm-hmm. happen to grow us and develop us. So when we're in that vibration of love, we just have a totally different relationship with, you know, missteps or what we call criticism. Mm-hmm. Now, Heather, do you work with people individually as well, um, I take it, or workshops or seminars? Is there some way people can reach you? Of course, your book, Love Now, Your Daily Dose of Love and Miracles, um, Amazon, yes. uh, they can connect there. Um, what about awesome. if people want to connect with you? Is there a way that they can personally connect with you? Absolutely. So if they sign up for our free love meditation and you can go to risingupforlove.org and just click yes, please, and you'll get the free love meditation. And then um, we send out Sunday messages and inspiration and then we include any way right now I'm not um, we don't have a class running right now that's open where we've got a class in process but any workshops that open up or I only open up the one-on-one work with folks who are working with us in the group so I just let people know when those opportunities show up so yeah the love meditation will get you connected into our love community and um, we'll give you lots of love inspiration and then opportunities to connect with us Perfect. All right, Heather. Thank you so much for being on the program. Awesome. You have an open invite to come back. I just love what you're sharing. Oh. 
And Same. I think it's let's do this again. So many. Yeah, let's definitely. Aww. Okay, you take good care. Thank you, Michelle. Lots of love to you. Lots of love. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Heather Kristen Strange, author, mystic, and self-penned love alchemist. Uh, we're just diving into her book, Love Now, Your Daily Dose of Love and Miracles. You can find out more information by going to riseupforlove.org. That's risingupforlove.org. Woo, love you all bunches. What a great program. Thanks, everybody in the chat for what you shared and brought. Um, thank you all that called in, making the show a little extra sparkly and spiffy. So appreciate it. And I think calls from Australia and Amsterdam and all over the United States. I love it. I love it. Uh, if you're new to the program, we're here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time uh, for email questions, topic suggestions, questions. Uh, you can go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to connect with me further, you can go to soulplayground.life. You can uh, subscribe to the blog, get uh, monthly updates, and I do weekly updates on Soul Insights. Um, you can also sign up for that, either awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or soulplayground.life. Ah, keep connected, everyone. This is great. I love the sharing and caring and the connection. Uh, go out and make it a great day. And, of course, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.